Welcome to the new age. It's your guy Dayton. In new age, we trust. How y'all feeling today? Pretty good, pretty good. Here at New Age, we identify as anything but trust fund babies. In other words, trust fund babies, we are not. However, we bring you our perspective and insight on all things money, business, and culture. And today's episode is Love It or Hate It. We bring you an article or a topic, and we discuss, discuss amongst each other if we love or hate this topic. You see how you just introduced love or hate? Like, when you got the Barry White going on... <laughs> All my lovely listeners out there, love my slow-talking energy, I can't help it. Let's get started. Okay, love it or hate it, I guess I'll start it off. Um, Netflix and chill is under attack. Netflix and chill is under attack if you're not a paying subscriber. If you're one of those subscribers, may or may not be me. If you're one of those subscribers don't that don't pay for a subscription... But feed off somebody else paying for the subscription. Your Netflix and chill may be ending. Just a few weeks after announcing its latest price hike, Netflix announced it's cracking down on a widespread practice of password sharing between people who don't live in the same household by prompting them to pay an extra fee for the privilege. So they're rolling this out. In different countries, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru right now. And we all know Netflix has taken a hit as of recently, especially the stock price. But their, you know, their, let's say their growth rate from company revenue is starting to not be as fast as it used to be. So, do you love or hate Netflix attacking the password sharing community? As a consumer... It's a sad day. <laughs> they say all good things must come to an end. <laughs> and I think we've just arrived or are rapidly arriving to that day. Um, you know, I understand it. You know, it's business. And, you know, people, if you're in business, you're in business to make money, not lose money. So I get what they're doing. I respect what they're doing. And dun, dun, dun. It's a funeral for those of you who do not pay for your Netflix subscription. So before you go, Antonio, is that a a funeral song? Something like one. Okay, go ahead, Antonio. Oh, do you love it? Hate it? You never said it. I love it. Okay. I said I respect it to your point. To your point, but I love. I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. That's a new one. <laughs> I respect it. Do you love or hate it or respect it? I respect it. I would say I respect it. No, no, no. That, answer, that but would... I love it. I love it. For the simple fact of I didn't get my password out to so many people, I can't keep track. <laughs> and then when I go on Netflix to go watch something, I can't because somebody else is already watching it and I refuse to pay the upgrade fee. So now they want to crack down on you know the network and you know, the password sharing. Cool. Now I can get my account back. It can only be for me and only me. Netflix, good looking. So I gotta tell you, you got a bill coming your way because you just admitted on 
you're going to be one of them ones that fall into that category that Dayton just mentioned about that in Chile and all them other countries that they're going to add another fee. Congratulations. You just played yourself. Yeah. They got, as long as they got your, that card ain't on file, they got you. Go ahead. Uh, oh, uh, let me say this. Um, as far as the Netflix thing, you said you respect, you, you know, you respect it, right? Mm-hmm. I respect the fact that they did this for so long, that they allowed the users to get over on purpose for so long just to please their customer base, just to build that customer base, just to build that community. And they all trapped into the community now of the Netflix cult. That's a great way to satisfy your customers, lock them in, and then now when you're upcharging them and when you're pivoting, you know, some may leave, but when you're locked into that community, when you're locked into the Netflix cult, you're a part of it. So do you think that this will play a role in people not viewing Netflix as much? Because there won't be too many, you know, access, so much access to it? That's a good question. I, I think, I think it can, but I think overall, it's, it may be something they have to do. And just, and really they're just testing it. So if you test it, let's say you test it in three countries. This is why you don't bring it to America first. You're testing it in three countries. Let's say you test it in another six countries. You're going to see, is your engagement still the same? Is, did your revenues go up? Did your revenues go down? Is people paying the upcharge? Is people not paying the upcharge? You're going to see that, and then you'll be able to move it into the bigger uh, countries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think so as well. I, I think that uh, I think it's they may initially see a drop off, but I think with the way that they've pivoted, that um, you Dayton has brought to our attention a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. with those families, I think that it'll draw. The non-paying customer to becoming a paying customer ultimately, mm-hmm. you know that's what I think. That's my perspective. Your love or hate, Let's and go. and also let me say this right before I go into my love and hate. I may not mind going half with Antonio on the net. You going cash? You going cash app him? <laughs> yeah, I, I may not mind going, oh, going half. Is, let me say this: that is that is something. To share. You know, Uber sharing rides. Yeah. Why yeah. not Netflix? No, I was about to say, they are, that is something that I didn't read. They are allowing people to share accounts, I think. So they will specifically, like if you live in North Carolina, you know, I think they can send that two ninety nine upcharge that way. That is. Yeah. So it, oh, this is a I smart move. Thank you the charge. No, Netflix will send you the charge. If nobody was helping me pay when it was free, they'll be damned if they pay when Netflix sent them the bill. Yeah, but then it, I think it, what happens is they just can't log in no more. Well, shout out to Netflix. Good move, Netflix. Because what's going to happen, you know how, and, and we'll cut it here, you know how when you're on a, on a Google, right, and you're looking for something on an article, you go to the website, and then that... Uh, upcharge come and like you gotta subscribe weekly a dollar to read the rest of the story that's kind of what's gonna happen they're gonna have a pop up come up you gotta pay $2.99 since you're out the household 
and they can pay it or they can look at that pop-up for the rest of the night. <laughs> Smart move. So I'll go right into my hate of the love it story. And mind, we know at the beginning of 2022, I identified 2022 as the year of the enterprise. And so on last week, six days ago specifically, your second favorite CEO on Twitter, Adam Earn himself, came out and announced that AMC is playing offense again with the bold diversification move. We just they, he states that they just purchased 22 percent of Highcroft Mining Company in northern Nevada. It has 15 million ounces of gold resources and 600 million ounces of silver resources. And it says our expert, he says our expertise to help their bo them bolster their liquidity. The year of the enterprise. So Adam Earn announced in over the summer that later in 2021, they will be making a shift into accepting crypto payments. Mm -hmm. Not only that, uh, later in 2021, he stated that they would also be getting involved with the blockchain. Now, in the first quarter of 2022, he has shifted over into gold and silver, shifted their investments into gold and silver mining company. This is the year of the enterprise. Tell me, what do you all think about this move from Adam Earn and AMC? Hate it. Hate it with a passion. I think this is just... Let me say this. As a, as a proud ape, even though I am no longer into Apesville of AMC investment, I, I don't love this move because it does it does nothing to be innovative for movie theaters. And that's what they gotta figure out. Whether it's streaming, whether I like I don't even know the direction if I could probably think of some stuff so Adam may wanna call me. But I, you know, this is just imagine if Blockbuster did this in two thousand four. You get what I'm saying? Like what what does is that gonna prevent Blockbuster from going out of business due to innovation? Hell no. That's why I hate it. So let me say this, let me add to it. We know that several countries are investing in the gold. Companies like Russia, like China, they're going um they're gobbling up as much gold as they can in preparation of something. The incoming uh, many people project the incoming Armageddon <laughs> of the, the collapse of the dollar, the uh, world reserve currency currently, right? We know that um, it was a report uh, um, a day ago that the banks have um, recently, just over the last month, bought up and continue to buy up the current date more gold than they have all the last year. So... I think that it's a brilliant move and as far as shoring up um, the stability of the company um, just in case the collapse which project what's projected to come happens as well as them you know moving over into the um, crypto slash digital asset space I think that this move is more about 
not repeating 2019, 2020 when the company was on the brinks of bankruptcy. This move allows them to uh, project some type of stability, if not, um, or st stabilization, if not uh, more profits as the dollar or the world reserve currency is reevaluated against gold. As an as a owner of AMC, because I am an owner, <laughs> I love it. For the simple effect of the short thesis was, you know, it's a bankrupt company, you're going out of business, bop, bop, bop. We still got debt on the books, of course. And hey, we get in early, you've seen the share price go up over 96% the morning this was announced. Uh, I forgot the mining company name, but the mining company. Highcroft. Yeah, Highcroft. It went up 96% that morning. So, I mean, as a, as, a, as a company, from a company standpoint, I love it because, you know, who knows, six months from now, we might sell our shares and that can clear our debt. Man, who got something to say? But, 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 excuse me, but, I hate it also. Because if it don't, if it don't trigger the short squeeze, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Share price is still the same as it been when this was announced. Doesn't do anything as far as the short squeeze, but business-wise, I love it. Short squeeze-wise, could have kept it. That's my take. <laughs> Yeah, I think if you if you want a, a company to pander to a short squeeze, you out of place right there. Sorry, <laughs> sir. But I mean, again, what's going to what's going to help uh, AMC not go bankrupt? Well, not go bankrupt. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting the, getting the debt off the books. That's that's the main thing. And mm -hmm. we still got probably got like a almost a billion left on debt. That's mm -hmm. it. What's go, what's going to keep AMC from staying in business? Say, can you repeat it one more time. Staying in business. What's going to keep AMC staying in business? Um, uh, pretty much. You know, movies. As long as movies come out, they're gonna stay in business. And so once they sell their popcorn, once that popcorn revenue comes out, and they sell popcorn, and <laughs> man, people love popcorn. Don't don't, 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 don't underestimate that. No, go ahead. I ain't, go ahead. When they come with their popcorn, and then when they come out with their AMC credit card and their AMC crypto and their NFT thing, whatever they're doing with that, I mean, that can keep the business afloat. But as of right now, we keep the business up. We are the shareholders. We own the float. So. Yeah. What what keeps AMC from going out of business is the bottom line, like all businesses. If they can keep that bottom line, you know, increasing or above board, they stay in business. If they can't, they go out of business. What what's going what's going to keep that bottom line though? Revenue. Yeah. Revenue and assets. I think I think I think and yeah, and the assets, you can't take that all enterprises, like smart, you know, uh, corporations, they have they invest in the other assets and companies. So with them investing into both crypto and gold, not saying that this will keep them from going out of business, but just them diversifying into those assets. If they do what's projected to be done, then that should bring a huge increase in their bottom line. Correct. I think I think what keeps keeps most businesses. If not all businesses uh, afloat is their customer base, and their customer base is 
going to the movie theater. So that's what it's going to come down to. People going to the movie theater and people, uh, you know, buying whatever at the movie theater. So if they can, again, if they want to rely on that, we've seen the danger that that has, especially when a, uh, in a very divisive pandemic type of world that we live in. If they want to rely on that model, you know, it's danger there. So if they want to innovate, I think they should really start to choose wisely and, and think strategically on what they trying to innovate on because that's what's going to keep that business alive. If Tesla don't sell cars, they go out of business. Go ahead. Not, I don't it. think so. You think so? The reason I say that because Tesla is more than a car company. They're an energy company. So I don't think that Tesla goes out of business if they don't sell cars. If Tesla don't sell energy okay. to other customers, they go out of business. I agree with that. Go ahead, Antonio. All right. Let me bring it in for a moment. I got to give a round of applause to the government. It's the only time I ever get a round of applause to the government for their upstanding decisions. The U.S. Senate approved unanimously a new bill. Like everybody said, oh, I agree. Got swept under the rug like that. Everybody agreed with it. Said this has to be stopped. This is one of the America's biggest problems that's going on. We need to put a stop to it. And that bill consists of inflation. They wished. That bill consists of making daylight saving time permanent. They wanted to get rid of pushing the clock back or pushing the clock falling back and just make it. Uh, how we move it forward in the spring, make that permanent. It says a big nuisance out here for American people. We want to change because this is a nuisance and it's, it's causing a problem out here. But unknown, the U.S. government already tried this back in the 70s. They took away and made the standard time, standard time the standard time. And then in two years, they said, now nah, we got to go back to daylight saving time or switching the clocks back and forth for the simple fact of the sun would rise at 8 a.m. And they had kids outside going to school, 7.30 a.m., pitch black in the dark. Kids getting hit by cars. Drivers can't see what's going on. People were working out more groggy, less efficient at work. So it was already proven that this does not work. But the U.S. government wants to spin the block and go back to making standard time the standard time. Do you love or hate making Getting rid of daylight saving time in a hole. I hate it. I think I think the fact that the U.S. government is focused on daylight saving time says it all, and I leave it at that. <laughs> I hate this bullshit. Like this is not what we pay. These uh, they're getting paid our tax dollars to waste to deal with bullshit when we got real itch. Excuse my language, viewers. When we got real issues facing our What's so funny? You mean to tell me that this is an actual bill? <laughs> this passed, is a it, past the minutes. Well, it was. You're right. It this was past it with the quickness. This is not even newsworthy. Right. This is not even Antonio, worthy. Antonio, shame put, on you. <laughs> to be put on the Senate floor. Right. Like, come on, man. You got inflation. I was in, in Sam's yesterday, real quick. Yeah. Sam yesterday, I, they had the sample right to bait you, right? And there was a, Atlantic sam, salmon. 
So I tasted delicious. Looked at the price of it. It was over $22. At least $5 more than it was, you know, let's say a couple months ago. Come on, we're dealing with inflation and y'all talking about daylight savings time? <laughs> hey, look. And they're projecting an inflation by the end of the year to go up by another 40%. Are you serious? Hey, look, we got we got to address daylight saving time. Hey, it's got to be done. We got to take care of this. It's, it's a nuisance. Everybody, you know, look, when you lose, you gain an hour of time, it feel good. But when you got to take that hour back, everybody's in a ruckus. So, look, but my thing is we already tried this before. And it's proven right. that it didn't work. So what's the point? But hey, that's we, my old we story. We on the brink of World War Three, and we talking about daylight savings time. We got inflation people, going yeah, out the wazoo, and we talking about people daylight can't saving feed their time. Families. Right. That is America for you. And on that note, we learned today that AMC will stay in business if they sell Atlantic salmon. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe, follow New Age Trust. Rate us a five-star, please. If you did not like the podcast, it's cool. Just give us a four-star. In New Age, we trust.